Live from the red carpet at the Big Apple Baseball Appy Awards, here's Joan Rivers. Ah, Melissa, Melissa, we're here at the first ever Appy Awards. All the best players are here. There are so many tall, dark Latin men that my panties are soaked. Oh, they would be if I haven't been dry as a bone since the reign of Caesar. <laughs> okay, Melissa, before before we get you inside, I just want to say, I saw Bartolo Colon arrive, and he appears to have a pot of honey on his head. The jar is ceramic, and the honey is, of course, courtesy of bees. In the beginning, there were three men who set out to change the landscape of the New York baseball podcast scene. Only to find, there was no New York baseball podcast scene. And thus, the chosen three were born. One, assembled from computers and general nerdiness. The other, forged with the power of nonsense. And the last, well, he was pretty good too. They are Big Apple Baseball. And these are their awards. Welcome, everyone, and thank you for coming to the first annual Appy Awards, the only award show that just can't seem to let go of Ron Washington's mistakes. Happy to look out into the audience, see a lot of familiar faces, a lot of great ball players. I was walking around before the show for a bit, saw a couple of the newest Mets, Curtis Granderson and Bartolo Colon. They were over by the craft service table, arguing over who gets that last piece of salmon. It's always a good sign to see. Also here tonight, we have Mr. Derek Jeter. Derek Jeter, who we all know will be re-gifting that gift bag we gave y'all probably around 4 a.m. this morning, and probably to that lovely pile of STDs in the seat next to him. One quick announcement. We are sorry to say that Robinson Cano will not be in attendance tonight. We ended up getting outbid by a Seattle podcast. So it goes. All right, without any further ado, let's get you to the first award of the evening and our first presenter, Mr. Meth Dormus. Thank you, Luke, for that stirring introduction. To start off our uh, first award, I think we're going to go all the way back to the beginning of the season with last year's worst free agent signings. And the nominees are Kevin Euclid's New York Yankees, Josh Hamilton, Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim, that's a move for folks, Sean Markham, New York Mutts, BJ Upton, the Hotlanta Braves, and... Winner is Kevin, the Greek god of wasting money, and if I ever see you again, I will shoot you in front of my house, Euclid. Is that his middle name? I think so. Did you see him in front of your house often? <laughs> well, I mean, in my dreams. Ah. <laughs> okay, Jeff dreams about Kevin Euclid sitting wow. in a tree. And you don't? <laughs> I don't. So we think about so, so a a it's not the mutts okay it's the freaking <laughs> metropolitans okay because we are the city we are metropolitan okay um, b 
if you have Josh Hamilton and B.J. Upton as in your nominees for worst free agent signing, there's no way that Kevin Euclid should win the award. See, the thing is, those two players actually played, which is and contributed far. I mean, they but I, I think the argument could be that they didn't contribute because what's better, a replacement player who hits 220 or B.J. Upton who hits 195? Because well, look at all the Yankees. I don't guys think Kevin Euclid hit 220, did he? No, I don't think so. I think he was well below that. Yeah. And, I mean, he pretty okay. much just robbed $12 million from the Yankees. Yes, and B.J. Upton's going to rob, like, 60, and Josh Hamlin's going to rob 180. But what's there's, what's there's a bigger chance. theft, the $12 million or the $60 million or the $100 million? There's a chance that in the next couple of years, those players could bounce back and have good seasons. But it's not a feasible chance. It's not something that, it, you know, if the if the Braves or the Angels could bet again on this offseason, that they would bet that they're going to turn around and they would, you know, be down with giving them there's money. There's still probably good signings, though. And not, not I understand they didn't... They, obviously, they're, they're nominees. They didn't play up to expectations or even close. But this... Well, Hamilton Kevin turned Euclid. around kind of toward the end. What was that? Little, Hamilton turned around kind yeah, of yeah, toward a little the end. bit. Yeah, a little so, bit. So again, not for the money. Like I feel like Bus is directly tied into the total investment given by the by the team, both so, monies and both money and years. So, so Kevin Euclid, one year. Kevin Euclid forced the Yankees to have Zito. to play guys like you know David Adams, mm-hmm. make, go out and make other horrible signings because he was a backup, a twelve million dollar backup, and injury prone and. Come on, terrible deal. That's why it's a bad signing. You know, you go into Josh Hamilton and B.J. Upton thinking these are going to be good players. I don't know what the hell anyone was thinking giving him $12 million. Well, they thought he was going to be a good player. That's why they gave him the $12 million. He had back problems for years. Yeah, I mean, he was... was... So he did hit 219, by the way, last year. Uh, Not 220, my friend. You you were right. (laughs) Um, Up until the year before he got traded, he had productive seasons. But he was always hurt. Yeah, he had those back problems. And when you're when you're bringing in an injury prone backup to be the backup to your injury prone starter, I agree. You know, who missed you know three quarters of the season. I think that's what makes it a fundamentally bad signing. Mm-hmm. Josh Hamilton, you go, you bring him in, you figure he's going to be one of my starting outfielders. He's going to be good. You know, yes, he didn't live up to expectations, but he didn't just crap all over himself no, but he, like Euclid. He, he did, and and again, for the money. Well, he took Vernon Wells' spot, too, which was, you know, like, uh, you know, I mean... He, if there was worse free agent tra- or off-season yeah. trades, he might be on there. Yeah, we saw Vernon Wells did, so, I mean, Hamilton wasn't that bad replacing him, you know, in terms of Vernon Wells' production. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, Josh Hamilton hit uh, 250 20, 179 That's yeah, I mean, not well, the end of the world. Obviously not worth, yeah, $25 million, but much better than uh, did he have a home run? Oh, uh, yeah, he had two. Two. Ooh, wow. la-di-da. Oof. Where was I? Yeah. See, that's why I think we have to give it to him. I think he should be proud to have the uh, the appy this year. Yep. For being and the worst free agent signing. See, B.J. Upton, five years, $75 million. Bro, that's worse than Euclid for one for 12. No, he's no, not. There's no reason to think he's going to come back. But so why is there a reason to think he's going to do as bad? Because that's what he's done. No, what have like you done for me lately? who trade teams and have a big contract have a bad first year. Yeah, he should be very happy. He's going to play with his brother. They're going to yeah. have fun. You know, it never turned around for Barry Zito. He got the big contract. It he did sucked. a little bit. No, he it, didn't. It's, I mean, it's he, fine won, a little bit. he won a World Series with him. But no, he wasn't like the reason. And well, he was. He actually was ago. pretty good. Two years ago. Yeah. Not uh, 2008. The three not years 2011. Ago. I don't remember. Yeah, whatever, whatever years, whatever year we're living in. Yeah. <laughs> he might have been in the running, though, if we were giving the award then. Yeah, retroactively. Oh, yes. Of course. But I think, Obviously, he's got the all-time award. Well, 
He's up there with Mike time. Hampton and Kevin Brown. Yeah, for like Mike, the Kevin time. Brown was pretty bad because he cost the Yankees, you know, in 2004, right. which never happened. Hmm. And he's got that crazy. Oh, Red Sox steroid uh, juice, magic juice induced uh, hallucination. All right, well, nonetheless, uh, Kevin Euclid, congratulations on the first ever Appy Award. Yeah, he'll be go down in history as the guy that won the first ever Appy. He, yeah. He's currently being handed the uh, the Appy Award. It is a uh, an apple made into a pipe that is golden, <laughs> a golden apple pipe. Is he? Uh, he's also wearing a lobster bib for some reason. <laughs> is he? Yeah, yeah. Is that a thing? In my dreams, I don't know. Wow, <laughs> you have some really you weird have sloppy Kevin Euclid dreams. <laughs> you don't dream about Kevin Euclid eating lobsters? All you can eat, preferably. Yeah, at least he wears a bib. Doesn't want to muss up his nice uniform. Yeah. What's all he was wearing was a bib. <laughs> of course. <laughs> All right, so I think that wraps up our first award. Congratulations to Kevin Euclid. I'm sure you're very proud. I hope this helps you get your next contract, although uh, I doubt it will. Uh, he's married to Tom Brady's sister, so he's rich Ugh. enough, I'm sure. Ugh. I guess better than Pedroia's brother. True that. <laughs> Our next award is going to the best retirement gift that was given to Mariano Rivera this year. Our first nominee is a large oil painting from the L.A. Angels. Our next nominee, a fishing pole from the L.A. Dodgers. The third nominee, the broken bat rocking chair from the Minnesota Twins. And our final nominee, the gaggle of gifts, highlighted by the number 42 off the scoreboard from Fenway Park from the Boston Red Sox. And the winner is... The Broken Bat Rocking Chair from the Minnesota Twins. That was a hell of a gift. I'm sure he's going to enjoy it. It's way better than the regular uh, bat rocking chair he got from the Yankees. I hope it finds a nice place in his uh, his house. What do you guys think? What a bad job by the Yankees biting the idea, but just making it worse and well, no, like less less personal. They didn't use broken bats. No, they didn't. They just they used did. like the Yankees brand so, freaking I think, little bat. I think the bats the twin used weren't actually bats he broke. I think it was just a collection of no, broken bats. That's what they said is that they were. I know, but like he... so they started collecting this like four years ago. No, five they years they ago? collect every bat that's broken, gets collected and studied. Oh, for well, corking purposes. By the, by the no twins, you mean? No, by no, no, by, by MLB. And they really? just and the twins, I guess, reached out to MLB and okay. like, yo, let me get your stash of, ML, of Mariano broken bats. So I'm much, sure there's plenty of them. Right. Some of there's just a plethora of Rivera broken bats. Well, and think about how many bats he's broken. Like, oh. if anybody's broken some bats, it's I think Mariano. thousands. Right, exactly. Yeah, probably. Yeah, mean, definitely hundreds upon hundreds. Well, yeah, at least a hundred a year, probably. Uh, maybe. Yeah, it's hard. But yeah. You got to break multiple bats and then I bat against them. Because well, yeah. what do you think? Like he gets in in the ballpark of like what two hundred and fifty outs a year? No, oh, we'd have to. That's that's research. I know, but like in general, because so we'll what if he 60, comes in for like eighty games, seventy games, and he so gets yeah, three outs so a game? Ninety innings, we'll say. Eighty innings. Yeah, he goes through a good thirty, forty bats though a year, I'd say. Oh, we could also, you know, it's hard to calculate because he could have multiple broken and bat, broken bats yeah, in a single bat. bat. Yeah, yeah. I've seen that before. Exactly. Right. So do we want to say one broken bat well, per three, I think we can three batters stop based? with the math yeah. equation. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I actually wonder, did, did the Yankees, like, order their thing? Like, thinking, all right, we're going to be awesome. We're going to get a bat rocking chair. He's yeah. going to love it. And, you know, they order it at the beginning of the season. Everything's all honky-dory. 
And then halfway through the season, they get to the Twins, and the Twins have, look at this broken bat chair we have. Yeah. Some of the Yankees is probably like, well, fuck. Yeah. Now what? Right. Now we're going to like They didn't even change it, either. Yeah, it didn't even look very good. Although I did like how the Yankees retired his number while he was still active. Yeah. That was cool, I thought. That was cool. So he got to wear a number that had been double yeah. retired. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I think that was far and away the best gift he got. I mean, he got some, like, so he got some cool stuff from the Red Sox. Well, the Red Sox gave him so many things. Yeah. Uh, amongst which one was a painting of Mariano at the 2005 opening day, hmm. uh, the bullpen rubber, an autographed number two placard from the scoreboard, uh, the number 42. What did I say? 40, number two. It was 42. Yeah. I didn't say. I said two. Yeah, you said two. I don't know. Play the, it back, the, folks. Ta- the tape will tell. Number 42, uh, 1934 blue seat, and a donation to the Mariano Rivera Foundation. Like, for a guy that was such an enemy, he's not a little overboard with the gifts. Like, you got to give the guy seven gifts because he was so great against you. Hmm. I mean, yeah, fine. You give him a gift. Maybe you give him two. But, like, I mean, I feel like it's overly generous by the Red Sox. Yeah. Well, they're probably happy he's leaving. Yeah. Oh, yeah here, here's another thing. Yeah. Take it while you... I got I got to say, I really like the number 42 thing because you got to think about yeah. How long that's been there? How exactly. many players? And you know, they'll never use Jackie it again. Jackie Robinson yeah. played under that yep. that placard. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, that's well, very cool. Did he? Did the Dodgers ever go to Fenway? Oh no, but uh, not for point. a World Series or something. No, or, my, no, uh, no, no Dodgers, not. Red Sox, World Series. Yeah. No. Never. No. But still, you get the point. Fuck. Yeah. Ted Williams yeah, yeah, played yeah, under yeah. the forty-two. Whatever. Well, yeah. Oh, because it's Jackie Robinson. That's the connection. Yeah. Yeah. Almost. Maybe an all-star game? I don't know. Well, so you think the backup 42 is, like, behind the monster? Probably not, right? Because, no. like, they only needed one for the past, since 99, so the past 14 years. Mm-hmm. They've only needed one 42, really. You've only ever needed one. Yeah. I guess. But I'm going to say maybe wear and tear, that's why you'd have a backup. Mm. But you can't get used that much, I'm sure. I mean, how many well, times especially now. 42 runs, 42 hits? It's only yeah, going to be used for yeah, the guy coming yeah, up. Exactly. I'm sure they've had a few 42s play there over the well, years. Well, uh, Move On was the 42 for them, I think. Was he? I believe yeah. so. And so a couple of the other uh, nominees was a custom fishing pole from the Dodgers. We all know how much Mo loves to fish. Yeah. You know he's going to use that guy. And then the big-ass oil painting from the Angels. This thing is crazy. We're going to have all the um, uh, the pictures of all the different awards and all the nominees up on the website. So definitely check it out at Big mm-hmm. A Baseball if you haven't seen the big ass oil painting. It's literally like I don't even know six by four or oh, something. Oh, it's huge! Yeah. I also like the uh, Indians gave him the gold record for Ender Sandman. Yeah, Metallica's Metallica. gold record was pretty cool. good. Yeah, I'm surprised. Well, no, Metallica then also gave him something at the Yankee Stadium ceremony too. Did they give him like the, the amp or they the gave him a speaker? Guitar? But they didn't give him another Ender Sandman like gold plat- record, platinum on? record. Maybe. maybe. I'm not sure. Yeah. Who mm-hmm. knows? Definitely yeah. some good gifts though. Yeah. I'm sure he's going to enjoy those. So a lot of money was fake charity. Hmm. Ouch. <laughs> All right. I think that settles it for that award. Congratulations, Mariano Rivera. You can add that to your pile of other awards. Alright, and our next award of the evening is going to be going to The Gift That Mariano Will Use The Least. Got a lot of nominees for this, a lot of a lot of awards given that, uh, you know, let's just say I don't think Mariano is going to be using on a daily basis. And the first nominee is The Surfboard from the Oakland A's. The Sand Sculpture from the Tampa Bay Rays. 
cowboy boots and hat from the Texas Rangers. And lastly, dirt from Tiger Stadium. Literal dirt. <laughs> and Comerica Park. Tiger Stadium and Comerica Park. Yeah, so we got two, two things of two dirt. Things of dirt. <laughs> That's right. And the winner is... Sand sculpture from the Rays that looks closer to a uh, half mongoloid than it does Mariano Rivera. Yeah. Well, so the dirt from Detroit is probably so enriched with drugs. It's probably you can sell it as cocaine, I guess. <laughs> just so that, like, uh, that Detroit dirt just got so much PCP layered into it. Yeah, he's traded to Ron Washington for, you know. <laughs> oh, Ron Washington. <laughs> yeah, something. <laughs> yeah, those are some terrible gifts. But I gotta agree, the sand sculpture was hideous. Well, so, yeah, I mean, what's the point? Yeah, well, and it's very temporary. Yeah. You know, but... Maybe he tried to bring it home. I don't like think he tried to bring it home. Well, I guess just, I take, a picture, very just take a picture of you in front of it, I guess, and you just hang it on the walls of... Yeah. 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 Not, that do, not that he's gonna do that, but, you know... I mean. Again, check out the website for pictures of all this stuff. The sand sculpture is horrid-looking. Like, yeah. does not resemble him at all. What's that, um... <laughs> what's that thing, Chris, with uh, when someone looks to... Uncanny Valley? The Uncanny Valley. It's so close it to that. Surreal. Just it, Well, although it doesn't look all that yeah, real. No, it's just but it bad. has that like freaky looking of like semi-real, but the yeah. eyes are off. So it's definitely like go to the disturbing mirror. So you're saying it's not exactly a human? Not exactly. <laughs> not even close. I think the surfboard is really annoying because you just know, like, A, he's never going to use it, and B, it's just going to take up so much room in his garage. <laughs> well, you can like mount it on your wall, like, uh, horizontally. Or oh, that's slightly cool. Yeah, and you're gonna have to get, like, but again, so if you go to Mount on your wall, it's got the A's logo on it. Like, know, why yeah, does Mariano yeah. like want to have? No, you know, it says his name on the bottom. It, oh, it does, but it's also got the green and yellow and the white colors of the A's. Yeah, yeah, it's a pretty crappy gift. I wouldn't want one. Cowboy boots? Can you see Mariano in the cowboy boots and hat? I, I wonder, does he walk yeah, around he... his ranch in Panama with cowboy boots? I can see it. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Maybe. Right? Yeah, does he have a ranch? In, are there ranches in Panama? Yeah, yeah. I guess, right? I mean, but I think he's a fisherman. you got to so make cocaine yeah, somewhere. He's a, yeah, he's a fisherman, that's true. And dirt. Who the hell is going to want dirt? Like, that's, o- like what, what only gift the, is that? Yeah, the most diehard of fans are like the only ones that are interested in like, yeah. you know, the dirt. The players, you just know the players. I don't care about well, that shit. Funny, he so stepped he, on that dirt for fucking every day But he did come back at the, after his last game and did scoop up dirt from I know, the I yeah. noticed that, right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so he does He does like the he Yankee loves Stadium dirt. dirt. Yeah. Well, that's, that's meaningful. That's where you played no, course, and everything. Yeah, yeah right. Except and it's not like Tiger Stadium. It's dirt. Like, that's... Someone in the Tigers is like, shit, we have to give away a gift? All right, what do we got lying around? Well, we got some dirt, yeah. and I got some old dirt. There we go. Boom, done. Yep. Put it in a little box. To clone a new, less drunk Jim Larts. <laughs> Good luck with that. <laughs> Some would say it's impossible. Yeah. Not the cloning part, but the less drunk Jim Larts. Like, the, why shouldn't? They, why didn't they just get like you know some Jimmy Leland cigar butts or yeah, something? Yeah, we talking Jim Larts or Jim Leland? Well, Jim, I was talking Jim Larts from the Bronx dirt. Oh, I thought we were talking yeah. Detroit Turner. Okay. But yeah, Jim Le- Jim Leland too. Yeah. His tears, his tears, and his cigarette butts. Spilled a new Jim Leland. <laughs> they just dumped out his ashtray or something. There yeah. you go, from Jimmy. We love you. Yeah, that'd be a terrible gift. But the sand sculpture is the worst because even if he brings it home, it's just going to be a mess. Well, so was it boxed or something? Like, no, it was, was just it? like on a beach. Yeah, exactly. yeah, I don't know how you. Yeah, you're not bringing it home. I guess you take like nitrate, like the NO2, and like freeze it. You could like theoretically Did freeze you do the that? sand. Ah. Uh, I'm not Pro- about my science. Pro- probably. I mean, they have ways of like yeah. uh, making sand sculptures last longer. I know that like on Anna Marie Island, they have the sand sculpture event, and they last for like two weeks because they like mist them or something. Yeah, you know, like almost exactly. like, well, like it hardens them. Wouldn't like well, a that, hard wind. But or... that's why like they add this substance that hardens them. Yeah. yeah. 
still. Terrible gift. <laughs> Sand sculpture talk. Now now there's some, you know, kid peeing in it or something, digging it. I don't know what people do with sand. Just eat it's it? sitting on a beach. Yeah, there you go. Eating it. I still love eating sand. That's disgusting. Oh, God. You eat sand as a Hell kid? no. As a baby? Hell no. I remember eating sand. There's like actually nothing worse I can think of than eating sand. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's so gristly in your teeth. Yeah, like... Oh, yeah. How did we get to this? <laughs> <laughs> All right. I think that's enough for this award. So we give out the, uh, the Luke Sand Eating Award. Yeah, right? That'll be next year. Yeah. So, congratulations to Mariano Rivera on getting a bunch of crap. <laughs> and congratulations to Tampa Bay Rays for giving him the crappiest of crap. That'd be funny if he like, left a shitty award just in the locker room, like, pissed on. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, what's that smell on his boots? Although I did like uh, how John Wetland gave him the uh, boots and hat as, like, his mentor. Mm. But, yeah. Where was that? I didn't see In uh, Texas. Oh, why was Wetland in part Texas? Of the Texas organization. Oh, currently? Yeah. Okay. So he, I guess he's from Texas. Okay. So he like walked out and. Uh-huh. That's who gave him the boots. Yeah. Wetland. That's cool. It was a nice yeah. touch. Yeah. I thought they made it should have had him at Yankee Stadium. Well, doing the end. Nah. Yeah. I mean, I guess well, he's, he's not that important. Yeah. yeah. They worked together for a year or two. Yeah. All right. Congratulations, there, Rays. You get bad gifts. <laughs> And now on to one of my uh, favorite awards for the night, the Worst Physical Feature Award. And this will be just describing ugly or, you know, uh, something wrong with other baseball players. And the nominees are Ike Davis' Immune System, featuring Bally Fever, uh, Bartolo Colon's Freak Lips, and trust me, the picture will be on the website, so you'll know exactly what we're talking about. Ryan, uh, Ryan Domit's eyes, those just freak squinty eyes, and of course, Jabba Chamberlain's porn stash, aka awful mustache, aka Ron Jeremy's upper lip. And the winner is... Mike Davis with an assist from Valley Fever and his terrible immune system. Mike, uh, please stay away from me while accepting this award and you know, <laughs> cough, turn your head into your coffin. Yeah, accepting the award in his behalf will actually be Bubble Boy, who has a slightly better immune system. Yep. Yep. Yeah, honestly, this is what I uh, chalk up Mike Davis's failures to. Solely nothing but Valley Fever. <laughs> it took Connor Jackson's career and it seems to be taking Mike Davis's Ryan career. White. Had a better immune system. Come on now. Who's Ryan White? You never read that book, the Ryan White story about a kid that gets AIDS from a blood transfusion? Should I have? <laughs> I, don't know. I, I had to read it in school, so Did I you? figured. I don't know. I assume he dies. Yeah, he does die. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Yes. That's like that book, uh, Death Be Not Proud. The kills okay. the brain tumor or something. Yeah, that sounds yeah. depressing. Yeah. yeah, let's go on from seventh grade uh, literature. <laughs> so we had lit. You know, he's buried in Westchester, Johnny Gunther, in Ferncliff. So Bartolo Colon's lips, <laughs> yo, his lips are so freaky. I know, it I looks like it. he like just like a bit of bull head bees. first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, bees are like yeah. found out after her trip to Red Lobster that he was allergic to shellfish or yeah. something. something. Yep. I mean, so they're so bad. bloated. Oh my god! You think we have co- he had collagen implanted in the lips? Sure as hell looks like it. Has to be freakier. Yeah, like right. expired collagen. <laughs> kind of looks like you ever see like on the soup do the clips from like the Real Housewives of Miami, and there's that real oh the old the, the mother yeah it's yeah. just scary to look yeah. at. I, I feel like, like over Botoxed or something. Oh my god, like, yeah. yeah, we'll put that picture up too. It's... Well, and like her voice is insane. Too. Yeah, but, like, but yeah, yeah, she's oh a whole my package. God. Her face literally looks like a sack of potatoes punched. <laughs> and somehow, <laughs> someone you know, Bartolo Colon was, looks like. Yeah, 
<laughs> they're awful. And so just to clarify, uh, Ryan Dumont's eyes, it's not so much the squintiness as it is the pure blackness. They're cre- They're scary. They're like cat eyes. Yeah. It's just like looking into freaking, you know, so the pits of hell. We're yeah. all agreed he absolutely has no soul, and that's the proof? I think so. Uh, yeah, yeah, clearly. Like, they're, they're terrifying to look at. Like, if you saw that, like, in the mirror, like, behind you, oh my God. you'd think you were in, like, The Conjuring or something. Yep. And so you guys aren't a fan of Jabba's uh, little little stash, little dirt stash? No, it was terrible. Yeah? No, come on, I now. bet you if he was good, you guys would love it. No, no, no oh, I'm going to no, grow one no, of those. No, it was terrible. It looked like, like, a 13-year-old kid, like, growing his first mustache yeah, out, like, right. he's all, you know, special, it's all patchy and shit. Yeah. It's I think, terrible. I think that's, like, your first rite of passage to become a meth dealer. You have to grow, like, just a terrible mustache. Yeah. The only one that would have made it worse is if it was, like, a handlebar mustache, or if you did, like, the, the yeah. old, like, Confederate one yeah. that, like, goes old, down yeah, along the chips. And, yeah. uh, I don't even know what you'd call that. Which what is the one that goes, like, da- around the chin to a mustache? And then back, yeah. yeah. Like it's, like, a mix of sideburn and mustache. Right. There were a lot of baseball players, like, a it kind of Goose Gossage had that, right? Kinda. Not quite. They weren't connected no. the same yeah. way he's talking about. No, I Goose Gossage had better facial hair. Yeah, or if, like Jabba rocked the Raleigh Fingers mustache. I want to see someone bring back the Raleigh Fingers. So you kind of yeah. have that with the... Uh... The reliever Clay Zapata. I know he's not that. I don't even know if he's in the majors anymore. He was mm-hmm. on the D-backs like two years ago. I think he got traded to the Tigers. He had... Um, we can put it up on the website as well. He had a Raleigh Fingers. Very close to Raleigh Fingers. I like that. It'll, you know, got to get Clay the twirl going. Clay Zapata? Oh, Clay. Wow. That's crazy that there's a Clay Rapata and a Clay Zapata. Oh, I don't think there is. Either you are mistaken. Well, Clay Rapata is a former pitcher on the Yankees. Okay, yeah, no, so the Clay name Zapata. you said sounds familiar. Yeah. I just can't place him. But uh, yeah, Steve, I wanted to give us a shout out to the entire Red Sox team. His beards as their worst. Uh, the worst. Oh, the worst. Beards. A bunch of homeless people. Honorary yeah. mention. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. that's honorary a fair mention. honorary mention. Yeah, most, most certainly. I've definitely seen derelict homeless people with better beards. <laughs> Seriously, I, I walk by them and I like, like, yeah. oh, that's. That's nice. Do, you, do I need to give you my change or something? Here you are, Mr. Uh, Mr. Victor. Not Victor. He can't grow up Na- Napoli. Yeah, just Napoli. Shirt, shirtless, walling around on the sidewalk. Yeah. Cody Ross, he really looked Ugh. homeless. Yeah. If he had a bindle, you know, you'd think he'd be hopping on trains. Mm-hmm. I mean, he better have a bindle. Hmm. All right. So, some terrible facial features. I'm amazed at Ike Davis and his, you know, lack of T-cells one. Do we think it's all the hookers from Vegas, maybe? That, uh, is that is that what happened? The Vegas hookers? I was just going through way too many Vegas hookers. Could no, be. That's a quick way to age. No, the Ve- he was, he sucked before Vegas, hence why he got sent sent down to well, Vegas. Well, no, I know, but maybe he missed the hookers from Vegas. Yeah, it's, I don't know. Nothing makes sense for the Valley <laughs> Fever. It's no. Valley Fever's fault. He would be the best first baseman in the Mets history if it wasn't for Valley Fever. Was that the rival for uh, Saved by the Bell School? Bayside? No, Bayside was saved by the bell. No, no, so the rival was Valley. Oh, it was Valley. Valley Fever. Huh? Okay, yeah, very good. Saved by the bell. All right. Pun, little pun. <laughs> well, congratulations, Ike Davis. Um, I'm sure you'll enjoy displaying that award in whatever locker of the non-Mets team you'll be playing on next year. So congratulations. I hope you enjoy that. And I hope no one coughs on you because you will likely die. <laughs> And our next award goes to the player with the best walk-up song. It's pretty self-explanatory. I don't think I need to go into it more, so here are your nominees. David Wright, I Got Five On It. Shane Victorino, Don't Worry, Be Happy. Mariano Rivera, Enter Sandman. And Chris Perez, Firestarter. And the winner is...
David Wright. I got five on it because, frankly, we love drug references. Yep. Yeah, I got five on it too, David. You and me, we'll go, we'll go uh, double on the Dutch. All right, I, I'm amazed. You know, did he, did he think that? Oh, yay! It's cute. It's got my number on it, number five. Yay! Or is David? Oh, right? I, think I, that, I, never, I never thought about that actually. Neither did I. I. You think that's the reason he did it? Maybe it is. Yeah. I always just hoped upon hope that he smokes pot like Jeez. the rest of us, <laughs> and uh, you know, throws down the occasional five on the occasional blunt. <laughs> I, wa- I really wonder if he knows the origin of that song. He must. He's got to. Yeah, he has to. Now, he might have done it because he likes his own number five. Yeah. He's like, oh, mm-hmm. it's cute. That's I'm going to sell it to, um, yeah. who's the Mets PR guy, Jay Horowitz. He's like, that's he what I'm going to tell Jay. What? He wouldn't know about the, you know, the marijuana no, exactly. references that's there. The so he's like, oh, this is my number and I'm number five. Yeah. Like, this but is the song I want. If you listen to the lyrics, oh, it's yeah. pretty yes. uh, clear. Yes. I mean, they said the word marijuana, <laughs> weed, endo smoke. Right, you right. Know? Now, how much of how many references are in the song he walks up to? I just all I can think is I got five well, that's just on the it. But no, smoking with that endo mm-hmm. weed is oh, the very they, next fucking line. They say it though, <laughs> but it's like blanked, like it is on Highway uh, Seven. Yeah, or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, There's a few players who do things like that, like when uh, when Robinson Cano came up to Rack City, Rack City, bitch, Rack Rack City, rack bitch, city, no bitch. Yeah, I could have sworn it sounded like bitch though. Yeah, still. well, it's because it's a book, you know. Yeah. With the, yeah. Um, I like how there's two drug references. Um, the other from uh, Chris Perez. Chris Perez. Firestarter. Excuse me. Excuse me, Jeff. Did you say something? Yawning on Mike. Way to, way to be an award show presenter. Yeah, you know he he, he loves the um, he loves the Chiba more than David Wright does. So well, clearly. Well, actually, no. His dog is a big fan. So we hear. Yes. Maybe save that for later, though. Uh, as to Shane Victorino and Mo, I think uh, with Mo it's just a classic song. You know, you think of you think of Enter Sandman, you of think of Mo coming in. Right, you think of, of, of memorable walk-up songs. You think of that. And plus, yeah. Metallica did perform it live. You know, in Yankee Stadium this year. Yep. And uh, we'll try to get a Victorino clip of the whole Fenway singing the song. I love Don't Worry, I'll Be Happy. I don't know, it's just a... No, it's a good song, yeah. but like, everybody sings in the stands for some reason. So when he comes out, everybody sings yeah, Don't Worry, Be Happy in unison? Uh, hmm. That's cool. Yeah, we'll get that up there. That's fun. It's something. Yeah. I mean, of all the other songs concerning, they sing over in uh, in Boston. Yeah, Stupid Sweet Caroline. Oh, I can't stand that. That was one of the worst moments of the All-Star game, was yeah, when they decided the to shoehorn that in. Yeah, right? I understand a few people died, yada yada, I'm going to sound all... Two, I think. Yeah. I think really? We're going here, Chris, on the award show? I don't know about this. I'm dealing with some morbid shit anyway, so who cares? But yeah, I, I gotta love the David Wright uh, and his subtle drug references. So congratulations, Mr. Wright. Um, I, I too had five, five on it. it. <laughs> <laughs> we all got five on it. Yeah. So in accepting this award, just remember, maybe a little later, we'll all throw down five and we'll see what happens. So congratulations to David Wright. All right, and our next award of the evening goes to the worst side business by a major league current or ex-player. And the nominees are Mariano Rivera's Steakhouse in New Rochelle, Kurt Schilling's Video Game Studio, and Lenny Dykstra's Investment Advice. The winner goes to... Kurt Schilling's Video Game Studio. What a classic win by Kurt Schilling. He couldn't win with the video game, so the least he could do was win with the Appy. Yep. 
And we definitely gave it to him when we saw him at the all at the All Star break. We did. We they did the baseball tonight studio right from inside the stadium when we were mm-hmm. at the All Star game, and we were literally within like four feet of Kurt Schilling. He could definitely hear us, and we oh, just started I mean, chanting "Kingdoms of Amular." <laughs> <laughs> It's yeah, pretty, it's pretty good. It is amazing. I mean, the other failures were pretty bad, especially Lenny Dykstra. Oh God knows God. how he did a lot. I mean, well, but if you if you took Lenny Dykstra's financial advice, you deserve to lose all your money. Exactly. It's like, well, yeah, this guy knows. Business. Yeah, just because he was given the title of savant, because he was like so crackheadish that he couldn't be given the title of just smart, because yeah. everyone knew he wasn't. Yeah. Like, yeah. Oh, savant he's a savant. Is prefaced by idiot. Right. Exactly. You know, idiot savant. Right. And that's what he is. But Kurt Schilling. I mean, he still owes $75 million to the state of Rhode Island. He bankrupted not just 3-8 Studios, but also bought out Big Huge Games and bankrupted them. <laughs> so, hundreds of people lost their jobs because of Kurt Schilling and his piss-poor management of video game companies. Yes. And this was something that was backed by, you know, R.A. Salvatore and the guy that created Spawn as well. R.A. Salvatore is a popular fantasy author. Seth MacFarlane? Yeah, Seth MacFarlane. Okay. Yeah. So it was the three of those guys. And what makes you think, you know, okay, fantasy author, cool. Comic book writer, cool. Baseball guy. Pitcher. Yeah. Yeah, where's that working? Bloody sock guy. Seth MacFarlane makes terrible baseball purchases. Like he bought McGuire's ball, he bought Bonds. Like all just worthless. (laughs) Yeah. So Uh, how much money on him? Spawn's still pretty cool, though. Yeah, they keep talking about rebooting the movie, which I think they should. Yeah, modern CG. Yeah. Yeah, I like the original, like the John Leguizamo character's funny, but... So I agree that Kurt Schilling uh, like affected more people with his uh, downfall, but the reason why I liked Mariano for this award was because it's sort of the most surprising. Yeah. Like Mariano Steakhouse in Westchester, where people have money to spend and are generally Yankee fans, shouldn't fail so quickly as it did. I mean, it what, it was open for really like, what, 18 managed. months or something? Probably maybe. Less. Yeah. You have to remember, he probably just went in with some people and said, oh, yeah, yeah, put yeah, my, put name, my on name on it, right. sure. Right. Give me, you know, whatever kickback of the profits, and then they ran it into the ground. Yeah. Whereas Lenny Dykstra scumbags. and Kurt Schilling, through their own poor advice and mismanagement, crippled their companies. I guess Lenny Dykstra was also partly a pyramid scheme, but, you know. Right. Still pretty bad. Some bad some bad businesses all, all the way around. Yep. So congratulations yeah. to Kurt Schilling. I am one of the few owners of Kingdoms of Amalur. It's a good game. But through your terrible mismanagement and ineptitude... You managed to screw it up. And for that, we congratulate you. Also, uh, check out Lenny Dykstra's most recent interview with Jim Rome on uh, Showtime Show. It's definitely worth checking out. It's Lenny in just a haze of bewilderment and lies. Yeah, well, that's what he yeah. specializes in. Yep. But his we all, wife looks like a train. We all love Nails. He was a uh, very hard baseball player. I did. I used is, to love him. He yeah. is a character and a half. Mm-hmm. He was probably my favorite Met from the 86 team. Yeah, I hope he's great. not getting his butt pounded in prison right now. Well, he's out. No, I think he's in again. I think he's out. So he was on this Jim Rome thing. But yeah, I think uh, he's out now. He was... I don't know. It, it always yeah. changes. Yeah, yeah, I know. It's like well, one DMX. day he's in, one day he's out. Yeah, so. exactly. I mean, he probably got arrested in yes. between the interview <laughs> and us talking about his back in jail. It's a safe bet. Yep. So, congratulations, Kurt Schilling. Lenny Dykstra, you were a close second, though. Maybe next year. Keep giving that poor advice. <laughs> The next award of the evening will go to the ugliest New York sports personality, present company excluded, guys. <laughs> and the nominees are Steve Summers, WFAN, the racist Bob Raceman, Daily News, 
and our first joint of the evening came and went a while ago. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But our first joint nominees of the evening join us from the New York Yankee radio booth. He is high, he is far, he is John Sterling, and accompanied by the slutty Susan Waldman. And the appy goes to... Steve, I got my face caught in the door, and now it looks like a triangle. <laughs> Summers. Uh, see Summers, everybody. See what you did there? Yeah. Not he, bad. He is ridiculously hideous. Oh, my God. Yeah. I mean, a face for radio. If I wasn't there ever sure was one. if I was going to like a rat, like a ra- an elongated rat, or like a face caught in a door. See, I like face caught in a door because yeah. it's like... It's more it's, out there. It's true. It's more out there, and it's less mean. Because, like, Steve Summers is a good guy, so, like, calling him rat-faced, like, calling him ugly is one thing, but, like, yeah. rat-faced implies maybe there's some, like, other rat behavior or something. Do we think but, no, he's, he's just got a face that got caught in the door. Do mm-hmm. we think he's ever not paid for sex? Like, <laughs> yeah, is that sex? Like, I'm not saying, like, not I'm pretty rape, sure he's like, sexual non-paid for sex? Oh, definitely, but he just does his open. He does his schmooze. Yeah. Because I'm well, the schmooze what woman Jew, wouldn't love and that. the panties drop. You hear all the female callers he gets? Granted, they are all, you know, octogenarians or later. Doris from Rigo Park. Yeah. <laughs> right. But I'm sure he's getting some of that, you know, 90-year-old strange. There we go. Yikes. I was hoping you'd use that phrase. <laughs> 90-year-old strange. <laughs> yeah. I feel like he's one of those guys who walks around in a members-only jacket. Uh, I could see it with a little pipe. Yeah. yeah. I, know, I think he wears, like, like no, worse than, car, uh, you know, Crosby stra- uh, sweaters. No, I think he's all black. In reality, awesome. I think like he's he's one of those guys like dressing all black. Yeah, like he's yeah. yeah he's trying to like take the attention away from his face. Not something <laughs> like that. But he's just trying to dress like Nosferatu. Yeah, that's true. I'm like, oh, he's just a vampire. Sorry. Yeah. The worst part about his show, and it's weird, I don't hear it in all radios, but in in my radio, you hear like his Nosferatu uh, twang or whatever. No, no, his um. The uh, mic he, stand? His hearing aid. Oh. Like, comes in and out and makes that, like, dog sound that, like, only yeah. dogs can hear or whatever. Oh, like, I wasn't sure if that was, like, something, like, in the studio going off or what, but, like... No, I'm pretty sure cool. it's his hearing aid. I think I the producer would, like... You would think, but I think, like, to... it's un, it's ungettable. And again, but it doesn't come out in all radios. It's well, so weird. We... I hear it in my car, but I don't hear it at home as Do we much. know he actually has a hearing aid? Is, is... I just assume. Yeah. No, <laughs> yeah. and I know what I know what hearing aids sound like when they're, like, having that weird pitch, like... How? Well, my mom's boyfriend has a hearing aid. Okay. So, that's how I know. Shout out to Bobby Leggio. There you go, you're famous now. <laughs> um, what about the other nominees? Uh... So, yeah, I mean, John and John and Susan are a, uh, as far as a combo goes, or, or as Jeff said, a joint goes, they're, they're pretty bad. The they complement each good. other pretty well. Have you seen, like, the pictures of John Sterling? You know, he loves to swim. And they just pictured yeah, him, like, the, walking through, like, yeah. um, you know, hotel lobbies and nothing but a bathrobe. And, so, the, and the swim cap on. Yeah. So I, I knew he uh, he was a big fan of old-timey Broadway. I did not mm-hmm. know he loved to swim. Oh, yeah. Really? Go swing at all the hotels. Okay, uh, I can see that. Yep. That's his cardio? I guess. I keep in shape. <laughs> yep. And what about the uh, mustachioed Bob Raceman? Yeah, it's a good so mustache really with a bald like. dome. It's a good combo. Once again, all these pictures will be up on the website when the uh, when the award show is up. So check it out if you need a little refresher course on what these fugly folks look like. And yeah, first... I have no idea with some of them. The... I had to look up Steve Summers, and it was like looking Most at like, the Ark do. of the Covenant. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> I mean, he is bad. Are we going to have the Susan Waldman topless photos on there? Or... No. No one wants that. We should Photoshop something like that. Oh, yeah, the crotch shot. I heard she's no, got not, a, she's not a the flamer. Cr- she's got the like... red... Her head, and a huge pair of black tits or something, like 
quadruple like Z's or whatever. Yeah, I feel like it would just look off. Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't want to do that Photoshop. <laughs> Listen, Chris, when we tell you... I don't want to do that Photoshop. <laughs> Good award. Mm-hmm. Yep. So congratulations to Steve Summers. You can add that to, I'm sure, the myriad of awards you've uh, earned over the past 25 years. This will, I'm sure, be your most uh, prestigious, I think. That's right. I assume it's just mostly participation trophies he's earned. <laughs> like, just showing up. Oh, come on. To be fair, he does a good radio show. Oh, he, he does, but, like, show. his stick sometimes is, like, a little too... But whatever. He's, he's best a... when he's trashing the Mets, I feel like. Or the Knicks. No, he's good on the Rangers when the he's overly confident and the about the Rangers. Rangers in seven when the Rangers just lost a four-game series. Like, <laughs> he's funny. He's yeah, one of the no, best solo he's guys. Funny. He's funny. Like, oh, he's yeah. way more listenable to by himself than a lot of other guys in the New York area that do by themselves shows. Definitely. And honestly, yeah. these radio stations would do themselves such a favor if they had less one-man booths, but I feel like it's purely, like, a financial thing. They're like, well, you know, we can pay either pay one person or two person, so we're going to pay one person. But the two-person radio sports show is so much yeah, more listenable, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, like, you get it in, um... Steve Summers has, you know, he's <laughs> the kind of guy that can do it by ghost. himself, you know, because, you know, he writes so much material, he's constantly oh, exactly. working on stuff, Right. so it works for him. It does, definitely does. All right. All right. So, yeah, again, congratulations, Mr. Summers. We look forward to listening to you in the future, but never seeing you. And our next award is the Baseball Award. This goes to the best baseball fight of the 2013 fight, season. Fight, fight, There were some good ones this year. Um, you know, saw some injuries, saw some bleeding, saw some managers getting into little scuffles. Yeah, we did. So I like that. So, our nominees are the Zach Granke and Carlos Quinton fight, the Mark McGuire against uh, just John Gibson. Kirk Gibson. Kirk Gibson, there we go. Wow, I'm bad. <laughs> and many others. And yeah, that was that was one of the best fights of the year. Yeah, it was a more. That was quite a bench clearer. Those two guys are the main guys. There's like what, six on six. Oh, more. Yeah, yeah. Then, like squared right. up. Yeah, that was a bench clearer. Then Brian McCann and Carlos Gomez. Although that really didn't come to blows, uh, it was an exciting fight to watch. Well, almost fight. And of course, for an honorable mention, the Boston fans brawling during the uh, the parade. That was um, that was something else. Uh, I gotta say that that would win if we were only going by injuries and oh most people God. knocked out. Most people uh, having their heads kicked in. Yeah, right. yeah. Uh, He's yeah. the only fight here that had any curb stomping. It's true. A little disappointed. We need to see more curb stomping in baseball. I agree. Imagine that. Just cleat to the back of the head. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> but we only could choose one. So the winner is. Wire and Gibson, because how often do we get to see managers fight? And how often do we get to see a quality fight with that many people? Yeah. You know, like, yes, it was a bench-clearing brawl, so you had, like, that, but then you also had these little fights that broke out in between the major of the 25 on 25. Everyone um, was going back and forth on um, that so one. So Manly. Yeah, that was great. Um, that was one where the, the third base coach Matt, got, Matt like, Williams, pushed over Matt the Williams, thing. Yeah. yeah. Um, All these, like, guys from the 80s, early 90s. 89, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> good it was like a throwback yeah. they've all come down from the roid rage but they still have some of the yeah. anger we'll just assume that Kirk Gibson was also on steroids so like a him McGuire steroids off you know mm-hmm. 
it was like the opposite of like base brawl kids. You know, like they have like those cartoons where they take the characters and they make them all like in diapers. Yeah. This was the opposite. They take the the characters from the 80s and 90s, the Don Mattings of the world, and make them all 20 years older and baseball managers. <laughs> yeah. But still put yeah. them in a brace brawl. And this, this was like the kind of fight you get like an American Legion game. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah softball. Yeah, exactly. Softball yeah. Two managers <laughs> fighting each other. <laughs> Although I think. Um, Punch for punch, the best action fight was the uh, Granky Quinton. Quinton? Yeah. Yeah, well, there's some good injuries there. Yeah, it's because like, they were like really, you could tell. Like, How long did Granky go down for? A month of six maybe weeks. Maybe two, yeah. two months. Two months. Yeah, weeks broken collarbone. Six months to eight weeks. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. You yeah, don't, you don't a... see you know, people charge. You see people charge them out, but you don't see the pitcher like yeah. get down and take it. Yeah, right. Well, Usually got, they run like, off like bitches. lifted off the ground, I think, right? And like dropped. Didn't Quentin like pick him up? Did he drop him? I don't remember. (laughs) I know he just bum rushed him. I I definitely remember it, but I just don't specifically remember it. There's one thing to do an award show, it's another thing to do research for an award (laughs) show, okay? And we're going to give you the award show, but we're going to give it Sans research. (laughs) We'll put the links up. We'll put the links up and use your imagination. So, are there any other fights you guys want to talk about? I think the McCann Gomez was. Oh, yeah, it was it. Brian McCann, the current New York yep. Yankee, being a fucking yep. punk bitch like always. Wow. Like he's gonna continue to be Better for the for the New there. York Yankees. No. I, and, I uh, honestly try to enforce these unwritten laws. That Gomez should have gone right yet. through him. Oh, he should have. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. who's being a bitch. No, exactly. Yes. You got to be a man and go right through yeah. that catcher. Oh, come on. Catcher's gonna block the he play. He was in his way. Yeah, no yeah but he's uh, right. And one person's like just got a uniform on, and the other person's got catching gear on. Okay. Don't and? fault the guy for not wanting to run into the guy that has the hard plastic exterior. That's I mean, the game. Yeah, no, that, but you think he's going to get hurt because of his chest protector? Which is the game? Is the game that you stand in front of home plate on a home run? Is that the game? No, that is not the game. No, either. the game is you hit the guy standing in front of home plate. That's right. But it just doesn't happen. So, he, so he's not like, okay, fine, you hit him. Like He shouldn't have done it in the first place. That's soft. why you're saying it's okay another to hit soft, him. Another soft guy from the Mets farm system. Oh. Refuses to retaliate. Yeah, has class. Has class. Yeah, another Met fan with so class. By class. Another Met player with class. So by class, he dates Sam Champion and does steroids. He's not getting the Hall of Fame this year. Okay, so Piazza <laughs> did none of that. Piazza didn't date Sam Champion. Oh, Piazza did. didn't do steroids, and Piazza's getting into the Hall of Fame. So mm. I don't know who you're talking about. I'm, what was? It? Do we know what the percentage of the voting got last year? Yeah, it was like 57. I don't or know. Something. They did just release I think, I think the, uh, yeah, the new. No, the new it wasn't ones. much lower than that. I don't think it's gonna be a tough ballot. I mean, I think. Do we think Jack Morris is going to get on as no, last no. year? He's not going to get it? No, I'm saying like, oh, this isn't not the, the time. <laughs> Our audience is sitting yeah. here going, I thought this was an award show. They're doing a regular show. Right? <laughs> well, just, you know, organic. Uh... I know, it came up naturally. Mm-hmm. Well, we'll have our thoughts on that on the next show coming up later this week. Yep. But for now, it is all about the awards, and this award went to the Dodger D-backs fight. Yep. It was Congratulations, a uh, Mark McGuire and Kirk Gibson. Another award for your collection. I think, though, the honorary mention was probably the worst fight I've ever seen, real or on the internet. Worst as in most brutal? Yeah, just like, I don't ever remember watching, like, on a video, or even in real life, just so many people was getting knocked out and just, like, cheap shot punk ways. Well, I learned that everyone in Boston has a glass jaw. Yeah, right, apparently. Yeah. Can't take a punch. Well, I'm sure they'd all been drinking for a week straight, you know, so... That should make you, you know... Yeah, exactly. More resilient. Yeah, more uh, susceptible to bouncing back up. Mm Mm-hmm. So congratulations to our award winners. Yep. And we'll move on to our next award.
great. I love how this next award falls to me, guys. I don't know. Is there some of you guys are trying to tell me? Has my Rob Ford-like crack smoking finally started to affect the group? I sure hope not. The nominees for the Doc Gooden Award for Excellence in Substance Abuse are... Chris Perez, his wife, their dog, and 164 grams of weed. Mason Williams and his DUI, with an honorable mention to Yovana Gallardo and Todd Helton. And Chad Gaudine, who is charged with lewdness in Las Vegas for touching a 20-year-old's, hand, a 20-year-old's face and breast, also known in Las Vegas as a handshake. <laughs> <laughs> I thought it was under, like, 16 on Vegas, as the Vegas handshake. That might be it. Yeah. And the appy goes to... Chris Perez, his wife, their dog, and 164 grams of weed. Chris, tell them what they won. <laughs> uh, 165 grams of weed. There you go. We, we threw in another one. Yep, for all the stuff that got impounded by the police. That's a pretty good prize. I'll take that. Yeah, right. <laughs> Well, technically, it was his dog, so I don't know why we're lumping in Chris Perez. Like, you're telling me your dog never ordered drugs online, then, you know, so got sent to your house? So let's give the fans a little backstory on uh, on, on what happened here. A little Mike Piazza back me. <laughs> Jeez, enough of the Piazza jokes, Jeff. What the <laughs> never. Fuck? So, Chris Perez got uh, 164 grams of weed mailed to his house, yep. and it was to his dog's name. And why did his wife get arrested? His wife was involved, She too. answered the door. I, I think, think she I think was there. Was signed for the package. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. And it was just his house. Right. Perfect plan. Under yep. your dog's name, have your wife signed for it. I just pitched for the Indians. <laughs> yeah, right? Is it drugs? No. But, yo, they really need to get 164 grams. Like, what? They need to be set for, like, well, three months that's, or that's one, one month? What? That's five, six ounces? Uh, um, uh, shit. That's math. No. I don't that's, know. Uh, yes. It's like five. Exactly. I think it's like five. Five well, no, five is uh, is like yeah, one fifty. Yeah, yeah. One, it's yeah. more than a pound, then, isn't it? No, 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 no it's, it's a quarter pound. It's like a exactly. It's a little more. Than we a really pound. should be better at our math, huh? Yeah. I don't know why we know these breakdowns. It's, so it's, it's, yeah, yeah. But it's five and change. But anyway, yeah. it's a lot. Like that should last you, you know, a good. Well, I mean, if you're getting it mailed, a good to you, five days. You're not going to get <laughs> yep. a small amount mailed. Yeah. Well. Then yeah, again, yeah. you shouldn't get it mailed to you. Yeah, exactly. Have your fucking buddy who's not doing nothing, and you know. Oh, and again, if you are getting it mailed, get mailed under twenty grams, so it's not a big deal mm. or whatever. Like, don't get mailed, you know, your stash from here to the end of the year. Like, just get mailed enough to get you through the weekend. Well, so now, do you think he's like sharing with everybody in the Indians? Like <laughs> Advice was, from the Big Apple baseball crew. <laughs> was he like the Indians guy? Like they throw parties at like Chris Perez's house and like oh, everyone yeah. know what's up, or is that like he just has a huge problem? And no, everyone knew what it meant to go to Chris Perez's house. It was like yeah, you I'm go sure. to Chris Perez's house, you got to bring the Duchess. <laughs> yeah, because he doesn't have a, hum- a humidor full of Duchess. I'm sure. I imagine I'm that like a box. nice humidor, and all it's filled with is fucking dollar Duchess. <laughs> yeah, right. That'd be Duchess great. and white owls <laughs> and everything under the sun. It's crazy. All those other cigars, like it's impossible to crack. Like, you really, not that I know, but, you know, from what I've been told is you can't roll anything, really, besides Duchess. I mean, granted, this guy who told me has, but, uh, you know, it's a lot harder. Okay. I have yeah. no idea what you speak of, <laughs> Jeff. Wow. it's a little too much knowledge there. So what are other nominees for this award? Well, we had Chad Godin molesting yeah. a woman. Oh, he touched always his face exciting. and breast. It was nothing. It's always Touching much, face and breast. That, that does qualify worse, as though. molestation. Yeah, it's always much worse than what's reported. 
Like or he, is it much better? He didn't honestly. just like brush up against her face and breast and like walk away. He like probably. Oh no, he did a, he know, did a little like, honk. Wait, yeah, now, a I little recall honk it was also in like an emergency room or something. Like he wasn't just walking down the street going, "Hi, how you doing?" It was. Yeah, he was he was like arrested, wasn't he? Was, like, I think he was in the emergency room or something oh, like that in a hospital. Drunk. What a pussy! Who knows? It's not like he's you know, know playing <laughs> baseball professionally. <laughs> we're gonna talk about this stuff. Chad, go down to the Feel free to call in to clear up the situation. And or don't. We'd rather just make baseless accusations. Should we just speculate it was Joe Girardi's daughter he molested? <laughs> I don't think she's 20 years old. Oh, definitely not. I don't think she's well, in Las yeah, Vegas. He molested in... a 20-year-old. Again, yeah. said hi. Said a Las Vegas hello. <laughs> um, and we also have Mason Williams unable to hold his alcohol and in need of getting arrested down in Florida because he just can't drive oh, so with so a couple we, of drinks we, in him. scratched that award, right? The Jim Laird's uh, driving award? Yeah, well, we, we combined, combined it with this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, so again, an honorable mention, whenever someone drinks and drives, we have to say the words Jim Lehrer. <laughs> yep. Never forget. Although, nobody ever brings up the woman he killed was also drunk. Was she? Yeah. But seriously, what does it say about the Yankees' farm system and their prospects? The if one if, guy? If, no, if their drinks, if their drinks, I mean, if, if they can't handle their drinks to the point where they have, like, a couple of drinks and drive and they have to get arrested, like, what kind of hand-eye coordination so, does Mason Williams have <laughs> that he cannot pull off a little tipsy driving? Not that I'm condoning it, folks. Well, I mean, but he, he just got to step up his game. Yeah, you know, concentrate. I mean, well, like what? He's gotta, he's you can practice. concentrate on the fastball like... through the zone, but you can't concentrate on that curve in the road. Was it in Florida he got arrested? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. so uh, it's Florida. I mean, he's probably had a New York license plate. Oh, like, well, these fucking New Yorkers. You know, he probably wasn't even drunk. They probably like, poured. Well, that's why he wasn't. That's why he was a Dewey, not a Dewey. Yeah. Um, was he coming from your house? Yep. <laughs> Partying with Mason Williams, and then of course Ivana Gallardo and Todd Helton had to get in on the action. And they're like, "Ooh, drunk driving!" Todd Helton, yeah, yes, yeah. please. <laughs> Todd, Did you see Todd Helton's mugshot. Yeah, he's it was like, so his depressing. Eyes are it's weird. Like he doesn't want. Like if he, he's like, if I close my eyes, they won't know it's me. It's not <laughs> happening. Yeah. If I close my eyes, it doesn't happen. Uh, Todd Helton. Like, how does he not have a designated driver? Like, he's got he a horse a, now. So yeah, exactly. He'll be all right. Ride your horse. Yeah, yeah. That's what that's what the Rockies gave him. You know, yeah. I, I heard yeah. that you, if you ride your bike drunk, you can get like a biking while intoxicated now. Oh yeah, if you're on a, if you're on like a motor scooter, like a mobility scooter. Well, that's at least a motor, like right. a bike. Bikes, is yeah. Like, what the fuck? But you can do some damage on a bike drunk. You if can you hit somebody. Exactly. I guess. Yeah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I mean, you can also do some damage walking while drunk. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> and swing your fists while drunk. All right. Well, congratulations to Chris Perez and Dog for our first annual Doc Gooden Awards for Excellence in Substance Abuse. Congratulations. Cherish that. Try not to smoke it or pawn it for drugs. Instead of prison, Doc. Hmm. It looks like we've come to that point in the evening, the special moment where we present the first ever Big Apple Baseball Lifetime Achievement Award. This year's award goes to a man who is very near and dear to all our hearts. A man who once said, You never know how booty hole gonna act. A man, nay a god, whose sheer will and determination to be the highest guy in the room at any given point is nothing short of remarkable. Please raise your lighters in the air and give a warm round of applause for a man who allegedly started smoking crack at age 60. The man, the myth, the bald afro, Ron Washington. Woo! 
congratulations. Washington. We had to give him the Lifetime Achievement Award. There hasn't been someone who has been as big of a crutch to this show. Whenever we need a little comedy, we need a little brevity and levity and things that end in itty. What about little we Ron go to Washington. Washington. How about little Ron Washington, too? What, Ron Washington's dick? No. <laughs> wow. You've never seen that uh, Sports Center thing? Oh, uh, yeah. The little a kid, kid who shaved his head when the, te- when the uh, Rangers were the World Series and uh-huh. left a. Uh, right, right. Yeah. It's so amazing how far Buckwheat has come. I know, right? Yeah, we're all very proud of him. He's meant so much to this show. You know, he really has. I don't know where any yeah, of us we, would be oh, without him. We would him. be all out of work. Yeah, in Washington. We just, both, both in the drug game and in the radio game. Yeah, I, I hope he never leaves baseball, mostly because we need the entertainment, but also because he's probably going to keep the Rangers from ever winning anything with his inept management style. Yeah, see, that's an unfair criticism, I feel like. So you're saying he he wasn't directly responsible for Nelson Cruz misplaying that ball? (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) Like, I mean, I saw him yell. Or he didn't oversee the most successful period in Texas Rangers history. But no, a Yankee fan, all that matters is the the ring and winning the whole thing. Success only comes in one color for Yankee fans, and that's championship. Golden. Isn't that the standard, though? Yeah. No, success is no, only success when no. Successful. There's levels of success. Sure, I agree. Breaking news: yeah. there's levels of success, and you can have success without getting the great one. Shoot for the silver medal. That's your no, motto. no. Shoot for the gold, mm. but it's not a failure if you get the silver. Would we say this was the best Rangers team in their history, or was like the late '90s that always lost the Yankee dynasty? So Rangers I think better? the more apropos question is how potent was that rock of crack? That Ron Washington just smoked? Well, so it came up positive in a drug test, so it must have been pretty potent. Because like, yeah. I think, like, Coke cracks out of your system in probably two days at the most. You and do a follow-up lot. question is, did he buy his crack, or did he make his crack? Did he buy some Coke, do a little freebasing, oh, like, uh, or did he just yeah. go to the crack dealer straight and was like, yo, I need rock? I'm sure he goes to a crack dealer. He's a busy man. He's got to run a baseball team. You can't can't sit there and cook up crack. He's got to to have a spoon. I'm sure he has a spoon. He's he's got to have the strength to bend that spoon (laughs) and the lighter to light it. He's a busy man. He has his crack made for him. Exactly. He has his crack made for him. Didn't he get arrested in his old Cadillac or something, too? Oh, yeah. I I I hope so. It would make the story that much better. I'm almost positive. Isn't it like a classic caddy? Riding on 40s? Probably. Literally the bottles, not the rims. <laughs> ah, Ron Washington, we thank you. We do. You've given so much to us. I All we ask is that you never stop doing crack. Exactly. I'm sure it'll put you in an early grave. Slash sue us for defamation. <laughs> Either way, we still love you. Now, do we think he's been doing, doing it his whole career? Oh, yeah. Well, I think we, we assume he didn't start at 60. Yeah. Did you see the pictures of him as a player in the 70s? No. With the craziest afro you have ever seen? Nice. Well, his current afro is awesome. The half afro, yeah. the half afro. <laughs> half yeah. bald, half yeah. afro. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it just yeah. stops, like, here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I give him credit, like, for, I give credit for rocking him. Yeah. Hey, his players love him. But crackheads are fun. I feel like he could have gotten a crack in his time in Oakland. I feel like that's where most people start. In Oakland? Yeah, yeah, I can see it. There's, yeah, under, there's a lot of crack uh, use in Oakland. Under Art Howe? Yeah, under the gays. Yeah, if I had to work for Art Howe, I'd smoke crack. <laughs> well, yeah, I guess he was under Art Howe because he was the bench coach. I just picture now, it was so weird. I love Art Howe, but I picture him now as Philip Seymour Hoffman I know, for some so reason. Weird. It's like terrible, yeah, but yeah. like... He doesn't look at all like him. No, I know. He was good in that movie too, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Yeah. They played him like exactly like the deadpan, boring... Right. You know. All right. 
So, congratulations. Lifetime Achievement Award. It's yours. First ever. Yep. I think he does crack with Jonah Hill, probably, too. Just to get Jonah Hill in there somehow. <laughs> Jonah Hill's not skinny enough to be a crackhead. No, but oh, he's, he's getting skinnier, weight, yeah. though. I Maybe that's like, it. Yeah, I feel like hanging that's, out. Yeah. that's the thing. Hanging out with Ron Washington. I wonder how that worked with him Fucking and uh, Josh Hamilton. You think they did crack right? together? I wonder if that's why he left. He's like, I can't. He's like, Ron, yeah, he's he's pushing, he's yeah. pushing the Such crack a bad influence. <laughs> it's funny that we heard no Josh Hamilton relapse stories this year. Yeah. Ha, that is funny. <laughs> Our next award is a very important award. It's something we debated over for a while. It's something that I think is going to be very important to all of our listeners. Make you think, make you cry, might make you laugh. This is the award for the worst moment of the year. Our nominees are the Matt Harvey injury. We all know Met fans slit their wrists, cried. I don't even know what else. What other kind of horrible things did you do when you heard about that? Well, they slid them the right way, straight, not across. No, this was not an attention grabber. Exactly, yeah. yeah. They went down the street, not across the road. (laughs) Yeah, if you want to do it right, you go north-south, my friends. Well, we're on wrists. Our next nominee is Mark Teixeira, breaking his wrist or wrist sheath tendon or whatever the hell it is at the WBC. That was also pretty sad, but yeah. Then, any Mets-Marlins game, I think our Met fans would be a little more, um, I don't know, more relatable to that one, would you say? What was the record, like 4-15 and 15 or something, season against them? I mean, it might be nice if we had that number, but I don't know. <laughs> all, I, all I know is it was a horrible, like, we'll go we swept you guys, then we got swept by the Marlins after we well, swept We do the still Yankees. have one more nominee. And it is. That would be Derek Jeter's entire season. Which, let me tell you, was depressing to watch, except for that one home run. Yeah, yeah, that one moment. That one moment. And that Mm -hmm. moment might be coming up later in the show. Yep. (laughs) Spoiler alert. But we can only choose one of these miserable occasions. So, the winner is... Matt Harvey. Going down, getting the Tommy John surgery. I'd say so. Yep. I'd say uh, not only was it the worst moment of the year... It was the worst injury news that I think I've ever been a party to. Not not Johan doing again something to his shoulder. It never came. No, no, no. You know, it, it didn't come with him on the precipice of awesomeness like mm-hmm. it did with Harvey, and it also didn't come, you know, in July when we still have ever so faint hopes of a season. Um, you know, his injuries I feel like were more off season. Yeah. You know. Uh, to have it come like when it did seemingly out of the blue, you know, one July afternoon or whatever, yeah. was so disheartening. It, it, it is hard to see, you know, a young star pitcher seemed to have great mechanics, everything I mean, going for him, and boom, Tommy John. After yeah. the All Star game too, we could have theoretically not pitched, but I mean, I'm not saying that's what caused it, obviously. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I mean, and you were still you in couldn't, it, I think, you, you know? just barely. Yeah. I mean, you know, maybe you know, mathematically. Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you weren't out of it by July, <laughs> <Yeah>. mathematically. <laughs> The Mets um, were out of it by yeah. April. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the the juxtaposition of how high he was, and we all were on him for his first three months plus of the year, yeah. and then to have him be taken away with the injury. I think the only thing I was just thinking about it, injury-wise, and now it's not quite the same, but it hurt more, was the Allen Houston 
injury because it set the Knicks back literally 10 years in like salary cap hell. Well, not to get bogged down in the yeah. Knicks, but I mean, his also general play even was. Well, but he was injury. signed to a max contract, so he obviously was an all star. You know. Oh, like, I know, but I mean, he never went healthy. Didn't even you know. Perform no, I agree. He's, he's no. I mean, what? Yeah. yeah, exactly. Harvey was like you know who's better, Kershaw or Harvey? Yeah, but Kershaw not, or Harvey. But it's not like you were going for it this Kershaw. season, Kershaw. <laughs> Harvey, or, Kershaw. or even next season, even though you said you would. Well, yeah, we thought we were. Yeah. But between the free agent class and Harvey's injury, you know, we have to alternate our plans a little. Yeah. But, um, Just kicking the can down the road. Yeah. Let's Next talk about year, some... Wheeler's going to need Tommy John. Yeah, right. Let's talk about some Yankees misery. Let's make well, me a little happier. So and, the, uh, the Shatter you guys thing, down. although it was heartbreaking, we, the Yankees got all the money back, not only from the Not all the money. Well, most of it, but He baseball. came back. So he, yeah, baseball, you know, at that they, point, they, baseball pay, or the WBC insurance paid until he came back that first time. And then, you know, it wasn't obviously healed, but since he had played, that then fell on the Yankees to cover his salary after that. But Overbay did admirably. Overbay and Reynolds. I mean, I don't know if admirably is no, right. But Lieutenantly, the, the drop off wasn't <laughs> the drop off wasn't a rod to David Adams. You no. know, from Teixeira to Lyle Overbay slash Reynolds. I think. Yeah, no, that yeah, wasn't you know. as bad. Plus, I agree because Hafner was still hitting at that point too. Mm-hmm. So yeah. I think the Jeter was, injury was yeah. a little more painful. Yeah, it, well, because it wasn't injuries. just one injury. That's the thing. Yeah. It was all the time. It's okay. He's two weeks. I mean, you went back to the beginning of the season. I remember. I think April sixth was the day we heard. Like back in like mm-hmm. mid March, and then it was like the first week of May, and then it was just setback after setback. It was. Um, it was awful. And then this when you see him come year. back. He has the home run and it first pitch, and it's like, okay, you know, everything is going to be okay. And he's Derek Jeter, and he's just made a magic. And then, no, he gets hurt again. And yeah. yeah it, was, it was frustrating. It I was a rough imagine. year. Uh, unfortunately, they did not have, you know, it's it's Noonie or Knicks or, God, the, the revolving door that was the Yankees shortstop after that. Yeah. At least they finally settled on Brendan Ryan not being terrible. Right. I feel, I feel like somehow Minka Kelly hired Jeff Galuli to break his ankle. Or hit him in the knee or something. Jeter? Yeah. She's pissed. Make well, he, he dumped her. Okay. How so. do we know she she didn't dump him? He's dumped like a trillion chicks. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, he's Derek Jeter, and she's some girl you've barely heard of. Oh, hey, she's got a TV show. Yeah, it's she's fucking she, hot as shit. Is Friday Night Lights still on? No. No, she's got uh, another show now. Uh, I'd do her. Yeah. You want Derek Jeter's leavings? I'd yeah, make oh, of that, Kelly. A million percent. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'd take all of them, in fact. So, mm-hmm. ladies, just uh, you know, you know where to find me. Just all of Derek Jeter's leavings. Is that how you put it? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Droppings <laughs> on your chest. Hey, at least he has better it. taste than like A Rod. A Rod, right. like so these are all the women I had up on my uh, my wall yeah, in my bedroom in the eighties. Madonna. Like Goldie Hawn's daughter. <laughs> Kurt Russell's daughter. He's like, yeah, Kurt Russell. <laughs> I can see A Rod calling. He's like, Kurt oh Russell. my god, I watch your dad in Overboard. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> at least Jeter goes after the hot young starlets. Oh a Rod goes yeah. for like. Past their prime former yeah, stars, but see, but you got to give A Rod some credit. If you can ever bring a chick from your spank bank to your freaking sperm what house, Jeter though, <laughs> what? Like he Jeter, doesn't need to do it from the spank bank. He like gets girls. No, but it's so cool that when you can bring it from your childhood spank bank to your modern day fucking cum palace. Who, but good idea. But like, it's Madonna. Oh, yeah, come on. Well, no, thank you. I see her like on TV getting rammed just, by eight black guys. Just put on like, the pointy like, bra and close your eyes and be happy. <laughs> Wasn't she married to Dennis Rodman? No, that, that was a Christian, Ele- a Carmen Electra. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Christian Electra. She has Hep C or is that Pam Anderson? Pam Anderson. <laughs> Not Carmen Electra though. She might. I mean, I, she was married to Dave Navarro, and that guy looks like he's made of STDs. He looks like the devil, Dave Navarro. Yeah, a little bit. But the devil with a clap. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was Diana Navarro. 
for, to bring him back to baseball? <laughs> yup. <laughs> I have no idea what he looks like. I think he's still in baseball. I heard his yeah, name he, this Yeah, show. he is. I, I think he looks like the devil with the clap. But I'll also accuse him of having a clap, yeah. No. So everybody we mentioned is a carrier. <laughs> um, and then so we also had the Mets any Mets Marlins games they were just freaking putrid obviously it wasn't one moment but every time they played it was a uh, cavalcade of horrors well, nothing neither to team see was here. any good hmm? neither team was any good well the Mets were good enough to sweep the fucking Yankees so if the Mets aren't any good then what the hell are you guys you guys got swept by a team that wasn't any good it was a bad three days four four days I was taking it back to Harvey for a second I just remembered another Franchise possibly altering moment or this year. I swear to God, if you talk about basketball, again. no, the RG three knee injury. <laughs> yes, <football. laughs> I'm saying because they traded like all the first round picks and all these other picks for him, and like I know, but I mean, it's the jury's not still out. Yeah, no, I agree. he's he not could, done yet. He could, you know, back. if he, you know, he it's should a big stop. Big part of his game though, running. Yeah, he needs extra time off. He needs to rest and heal. Yeah, he shouldn't have played this season. No, he should stop, and he should stop playing now. Yeah, um, I agree. Yeah. Anyway. anyway, congratulations, Matt Harvey, on award. You did not want to win. Uh, we give it sure. to you, but you can't move your arm, so we're just going to keep it for ourselves. Yeah, he's fine. I believe Anvi is firmly planted on his face. He's got no worries. Yeah, no, he'll be fine in 2015. Yeah, he's at a Rangers game getting ahead. Yeah, he goes to all those Rangers games. Yeah, hmm. he's good. All right, congratulations. Try to repeat this. Alright folks, we got a big one here. It's like the last award of the evening. It's gonna go to the best moment of the year. A quick sorry to all Met fans out there, but like everything else in life, these nominees skew a bit Yankee. And they are from the New York Yankees, Moe's last game. Also from the New York Yankees, Derek Jeter's first first pitch he sees all season home run. From the vaunted New York Mets. The night Harvey beat Strasburg, and we all chanted, Harvey's better, and it was awesome, and this should win. <laughs> and lastly, again from the New York Yankees, Ichiro Suzuki's 4,000th hit. And the winner is... Of course, like everything else in life, Mariano Rivera's final game has to win. Yay! That's a good one. Is it? So, hold on. What's an all-time baseball moment? Mariano's last game or Harvey beating Strasburg in May? Mariano's No. No. Or or the game that people are going to say, oh, that was a good game. There's some good pitchers. And then move on and go on to whatever else they're they're talking about. Luke and Jeff were there. They chanted Harvey's better. And it was awesome. I I agree with you. Harvey's better. I was actually at both. The uh, Rivera final game and the Harvey game. See, all these so you could tell us where you Rivera was better. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it Come wasn't on. even... It was, you had Mariano Rivera out there, Derek Jeter and Andy Pettit going out to get him. Yeah, to be crazy. fair, how do we know Ichiro's 4,000 hit wasn't the best? <laughs> Were you at that game? <laughs> Jeff? Uh, no, but I killed two Asians that day. So, you know, I had to even out the, uh, you know, the... Some Asians get lifted up, so <laughs> some others got to get dragged down. And that's the way life is. I mean, I think the Ichiro thing was cool. It's 4,000 So Mariano's last hits. game, what happened? What, Sandman played him in? That that thing happened, right? No, that, that so day? that was the Mariano Rivera day. Yeah, that was the day before. Oh, hold on, we, we're not talking about the Astros game. No, oh, that was so the last Yankee game of the season. We're talking right. about the, the Rays. Yeah, it was against the Rays, the last See? Yankee game at Yankee Stadium, where Rivera came out to pitch the ninth. No, the eighth. He pitched the eighth. Eighth. And then they took him out with one 
So hold on. So, so when was the um, the, the the Guns and Ro- uh, uh, Metallica Metallica playing event? Uh, so it was the Sunday. That was a Thursday. Rivera's last game. The Mariner Day was the Sunday before. So four days before. Oh, okay. You watched it at your house. Oh, so okay. So so this this award going to the one that was like it wasn't even his last performance at Yankee Stadium. It was. Last no, we're talking about oh, his okay. last. That was the day that you know. Final game. We're cheering. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little confused. A little confused. And pulled him. Oh, Why okay. doesn't let a Met fan give this award away? I know, right? Unbelievable. <laughs> I thought he was going to switch it up and just go to the Harvey thing, to be honest. <laughs> yeah. Know, like, I wanted to. Don't oh, I know. Me. Believe me, I know you wanted to. But that that was a special moment. Yeah. You don't, you know, players don't get that moment. I'd say it's Only like, true legends. Home, was that the day below. that he took the dirt from the mound? Or was yeah. that the other yeah, day? Yeah, okay. that was that. I'd say it's one step below Garrick's, like, speech. Well, I'd yeah. hope so. Yeah, we're not trying to put it up to, you know, no, but luckiest I mean, it's man not like the all the earth. time. It's not no, going to have that's echoes. Like, that's like top. Four baseball moments, Garrick's. Today, yeah. today, I consider myself, yeah. myself. That, like the 1951 home run, the Bobby Thompson shot hard around the world. Uh, oh, now we're going to do our top, Jeff's well, top four I, moments. I don't know, I'm just thinking of historical baseball moments. Maybe yeah, fine. I'll Hank Aaron breaking Roots record, I guess. Yeah. Um, See, I almost think that the, mo- the thing that's going to be... Jack, as- Jack Robinson's first game. I said those are the top four. The thing that's going to be as memorable as anything from this season is Mariano's All-Star Game stuff. You don't think that's is up it? there? I don't Isn't mean, it? I don't go around I don't know. I feel, it. I think this I whole season, season is going to kind of have this this aura of Mariano Rivera well, final season. Yes, yeah. I know. But like, what do we think about with Cal Ripken now? There's so many things, but isn't one of the first things you think of is that all-star, all-star game, game in Seattle? Yeah, so like, don't yeah. you think that conversely we're going to be thinking about Mary like in 20 years well, that the all-star game, more so than this no. weird day at Yankee Stadium, that whole on, it was after the Sunday, but before the Thursday, like second to last game, but not know. last it's game of the cool. season. It's pretty cool. He's playing with a number that has now been retired twice. Yeah. Double retired. Yeah, he's out there playing cool, with. Yeah, and so Mo Vaughn was playing with it eight years ago. Big whoop. <laughs> Alright, it wasn't double retired though. <laughs> Then, listen. Fuck Mariano Rivera <laughs> and fuck the Yankees. See, hater, bitter, bitter Met, Met fan. fan, bitter Met fan indeed. Um, all right. Yeah. You know one thing <laughs> I just realized, guys. We didn't come up with a way to end this award show. <laughs>